Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. We worship you, for you're worthy to be praised. We worship you. We thank you. We just stay in your presence because everything that we have, you gave us. The fact that we're walking, you gave it. The fact that we're talking, you gave it. The fact that we're healthy, you gave it. The fact that we're alive, you gave it. The fact that we have the ability to have a house to live in. Heat, air condition, food, you gave it. The fact that our children didn't die in their sleep when they were doing the stuff that was not necessary, you gave it. The fact that we still here and we didn't die and all the stuff we was into, you gave it. The fact that we rested last night, whether that was one hour, two hours, or all night, you gave it. The fact that we have our right mind, and that's really, really special, you gave it. And we just worship you, we just thank you. We just thank you for our connections. We thank you for the people that, that you allow us to interact with. And we thank you that you've taken away the people that we no longer should be in contact with because we weren't strong enough to make that decision. But you set it up. You orchestrated it. And we just want to thank you for all that you do in our lives on a moment-by-moment basis. And Father, we repent of getting mad at you because you didn't do it the way we thought it should be done. But you loved us anyway. And we just thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all have a seat if you can. (laughs) Thank you, your worship. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. How many of y'all peace? Y'all gonna be honest with me? How many of y'all at peace this morning? Raise your hand if you're at peace. Place of peace. Okay. All right. Okay. By the time we end, you're gonna be there. Fair enough? But you're gonna work with us, all right, right? You're gonna listen, you're gonna take notes, you're gonna observe, you're gonna do. Right, Benetta? Yes, sir. All right, okay, all right. Y'all heard it, didn't you? Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. I gotta check in with her first. All right, let's do our opening confession. Y'all ready? Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusation lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me, 
because you love me. I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. You got me, Shia? So, how many of you guys have been teaching on anger? How many of you guys acknowledge or were surprised by how angry you were? Okay, we got, okay, all right. And the rest of y'all wasn't angry, y'all wasn't mad, y'all was okay. Oh, y'all knew y'all was angry. Raise your hand if you knew you was angry. Okay, there we go, there we go, okay. I got to ask the double question. But what if, I'm just, just talking to you for a second. What if is there's one area of your life that you would make a decision that you know that God has been telling you to change and you're not willing to do it, but today you would be willing while there is anointing the anointing is God upon you on the inside of you doing only that which God can do. See, a lot of times we don't change because we like where we are or we think it's hard to do. Amen? Amen. I'm just so full of energy because guess what? I did something God told me to do. Okay, so, so, so let me tell you a little bit. So this is me. This, say me. This is just me. You know, I felt like the later that I waited to do the, the message, the more, you know, because God always give me last minute stuff. So I said, well, I just wait until the, 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 till a Thursday or Friday, Friday and sometimes Saturday, shell. And, 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 you know, it's like, so all of a sudden this week I did something different. Because God said, I can change this stuff. I did it before I do it again. So I said, okay, okay. He said, well, go ahead and mess with finish by Wednesday. I said, what? Yeah, y'all know it's okay to talk to God, right? Did any of y'all talk to God? Yeah. I said, what? He said, go ahead and do the finish by Wednesday. Man, I, I mean, I like, I, I'm 63, but this week I felt 40. I, I'm talking about, you know, your eyes wide open, you're thinking good, you're seeing good, you're, you're, you're running your wife around the house. I mean, you know, just by making one thing that he told me to do. So what's that one thing that he's telling you to do? Well, your life can change. You can get the energy. You can get the vitality. Your mindset can shift and change just by doing Doing that? Y'all ready for that? This side can't hear you? Okay. It's two over on that side. What side? How many on this side? Okay. All right. All right. So repeat after me. Holy Spirit. Spirit. I repent for not listening to you when you told me about that one thing. I had the stuff in that one thing. So what I want to do is I want to submit to you this morning. If you show me that one thing, that's causing the anger, the resentment, and the bitterness, I will be obedient to you and go ahead and change it. So just close your eyes and receive. It should be 422. Go ahead and raise your hand once he show you what it is. I see you. 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 Go ahead and move it. Who else? I see you. I see you. I see you, 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 
I see you in the back. I see you. Amen. So for those who thought they didn't hear, would you mind repeating out to me? Say, it's a lie. Your word says. So everybody must hear it because I don't hear anybody repeating back. Okay, I see you. Okay. All right, you can open your eyes. Who wants to share briefly what he showed you, what he told you? And you willing to change it? Just lift up your hand, somebody come by and see. It should be Ignite 4-24-22 Pastor Update. Yes, ma'am. When people make hurtful comments about things that I do and everything, uh -huh. I hold on to it. Okay. But I will not do it again. Glory to God. Okay. Okay. All right. Who else? All right. Nobody else want to share? I see two right here. Somebody on this side? Go ahead. Yes, sir. Um, my eating habits. Eating habits? Okay. Yeah, I just consume too much okay. <laughs> at the wrong time of the day. Okay, all right. So that's one thing. Okay, all right. And, and I just want to make you aware that because of his anointing is on it, it's going to be different. It won't be self-effort. It'll be God-driven. It's a big difference, guys. Big difference. Oh, who I got? Okay. Um, he, he showed me um, to be more patient with things okay. because what I do is I worry about the things that I can't control okay. instead of worrying about the things I can. And if I'm more patient, I think that those things will fall into place. Okay. Okay. All right. Got one right here. Anybody else over here? Yes, ma'am. He showed me um, to let go of my fear. Let go of your fear. Okay. You're in the right place at the right time. Just, you know, as the last part of the service, um, I got a prayer about fear. So you, you, you're in the right place. He, he, <laughs> he know what he's doing. All right, so look. So primary emotions of anger. It's only three, guys. And I want you to get to a place where if you start to feel angry, I want you to ask yourself about one of these three. Okay? Because that's going to be your locator. You're going to be able to find out how fast you find out why you're angry. Okay? So the three are hurt, frustration, and fear. Hurt, that's going to be past. Frustration is little things over time. And fear, you, you guys know what fear is, right? Yeah. It's happened before. It's going to happen again. Okay? So let me look, look at hurt. Hurt, to cause damage, distress, or pain. So where, wherever that, that emotion comes up, and you're feeling hurt, it's in your mindset, that relationship or that incident was painful. It hurt. It caused distress. You didn't know what you were going to do. You didn't know how you were going to respond. And so as a result of that, that's hurt. But I, I want to show you some stuff about hurt, though. Once you're hurt, it creates weakness and vulnerability. And so everybody that you encounter, when you get hurt by somebody, the, the person that hurt you 12 years ago, when you, you get hurt by somebody that's present tense, what's going to happen is you're going to revert back to the person that hurt you when you was 15 years ago. So is that fair to the person that just hurt you? Is it fair to you? Because how much pain are you dealing with? 
What what you say? Oh, old pain. So it, you know, on Thursday night I talked about I answered a person's question about hearing me say I don't like pain, and so I made sure that they had understanding when I say I don't like pain. What happens is I don't feel like you're supposed to go through things multiple times over the same thing. So if I get hurt by it the first time, I'm gonna make adjustments. I'm gonna tweak some things so I don't have to feel that pain again. You won't hurt me twice. Now it's not because I don't love you. But I know how to set boundaries. That's what I'm talking about on Thursday nights, about setting boundaries. Because, okay, you, you, you got, this is me. You got three times to hurt me. First time, I'm forgiving you based off maybe it's your cat or your dog is, is not doing well. The second time, maybe you're hungry. But y'all write this down. The third time, it's a pattern. The third time, it's a pattern. And so when you're doing a pattern, you have decided how you're going to treat me regardless of how I treat you. So the boundary is set. Okay? So you don't want to get to a place where your past is always allowing, your past is running your future. You, you, you hear the person that was light-skinned with curly hair, you know what I'm saying, got, got curly hair and all that, you know, it got stuff in it. But anyway, you know... <laughs> You're light-skinned, five-foot-seven. Anytime you deal with a light-skinned, five-foot-seven, if you're dealing with hurt, you're going to look at that person like who? That other person who hurt you when you're not living in the real time. So your present time, present time, where your mindset is there, your presence is there, you are there, that's the best place that you're supposed to be. But that's a decision. That's a decision you have to make, whether to be in present time or you're going to deal with these hurt, frustration, and fear. The second thing about hurt is present situations can trigger results. Anger from the past. Unresolved anger from the past. So your present situation, anytime that you are overreacting to something that has happened is steeped in your past, is not in your present. So when you overreact to something, when I was at Circuit City, a photographer there, and it was a... Um, I created the photography place, you know, because I kept going to management and saying, we need to photograph things instead of drawing. And so they ended up hiring a photographer outside because I did wedding photography. I didn't do product photography. And this guy did not like me being there. He did not like it. And so one day I was on the phone, and I hit his cup. And I caught his cup before it fell over. And he walked over to the table, and he threw everything that was on the table off the table. He th I mean, he just shattered everything. And so all of us that were assistant photographers, we looked at him. And I waited a little while that evening until he calmed down. And I said, man, what, 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 what happened right there? I said, because the water didn't touch, your, your drink didn't touch the table. But you threw everything off, including your drink. Oh, man, man, you know, my, 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 my dad, he just, just, just hated for somebody to be on the phone in the photography studio. He used to work for his dad, and they used to shoot photography, I mean, shoot product photography, like TVs and so forth. And so he took me back to where his dad got mad if somebody got on the phone. It had nothing to do with me. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So you don't want that to be you. You don't want somebody else to pay the price for the anger for something that happened back then. It, 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 
Yeah, okay, I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah, yeah, y'all know where I'm going. <laughs> Do you want your spouse to pay the price for somebody else's spouse, or the mother-in-law, or the father-in-law? We got some people we need to ask for forgiveness to, guys, because they're paying the price for something they didn't do. Look, look at Numbers chapter 11, verse 1. Now, now God is, is with Moses. Moses' responsibility is to take the people out of prison and out of all the bondage that they were dealing with. But they, we, we, we can be special sometimes when God tries to deliver us, aren't we? You know, I don't want to go. What, what, what other excuse? Just shout it out that we use when, when God wanted to take us into a new land, a new, new idea, a new belief. I like it here. It's too hard. How will I know? Where are we going? It's not that bad. How long is it going to take? Oh, yeah. So, so how long was it supposed to take them? 40 days. Was it 11 days? 11 days? All right, 11 days. How long did it take them? 40 years. Is that long enough? He even waited for the people that started out to die out because he knew that they was going to do what? Contaminate the land. You don't want to deal with people that, that jacked up about how they see something. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Y'all write this down. I, I tried to save it. I can't save it no longer. <laughs> write this down when you're dealing with people, frustrated people. Stop looking to the poor. Let me say it first. Stop looking to the poor mindsets to produce rich results. Now, why do you think God gave it? Because I needed to hear it. Stop looking to poor mindsets. I didn't say poor people. Because you can be rich and have a poor mindset. Stop looking to poor mindsets to produce rich results. Because it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. If you have to motivate somebody two, three times, that means you're going to have to motivate them for life. Now, I'm, I'm just saying, am I lying on anybody? Anybody try to motivate somebody? Well, you belong to this team. You're going to do good. You're going to such and such, such and such. Next week, we got the next. Say, I'm just talking real. Is it okay to talk real? Got, got a question right here. Hey, um, I see one back there. Is that because they don't have the capacity to grow or because, like, what? What is hindering them from, or should I just not even be concerned about that? Well, the secret is mindset. Everything's come back to the mindset. So there's so many variables attached to that, Nicole. I mean, they, they could have, believe I'm not good enough. Um, I, I fail once, I'm going to fail again. But they have a pattern with that mindset. And unless, you know, that's why God's word tells us to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. Because somewhere along the line, we had some jacked up thinking in certain areas of our life. But we, we, we keep hoping for the person. We're just hoping it's going to be a better. I'm going to give them a job because they need a job. They say they need a job. I, I mean, I, I was talking to Madeline the other day, and at her job, people call in because the, the company is looking for people to work. And people calling in don't have a, 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 a pen or paper. She said, well, this is, the, this is who, who you got to write down so you can talk to them or text them or email them. And I don't have a paper. I, I, I don't have a pencil. But you're looking for a job. That's a mindset, Nicole. She said, well, call back when you have them. Because <laughs> you know they're not going to remember it. But stop looking to a poor mindset to produce rich results. 
Get somebody else. I ain't talking about your spouse. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about interaction. See, frustration comes a lot of times, guys, because we keep dealing with the same thing again and again. But we Christians, we believe it's going to get better. But what if better is a replacement? I, somebody hit the hand raised back there, and I just went to jumping. Go, go, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to give you an example. Like, there's several people that I know that are trying to get jobs, and, like, I'm trying to help them with their resume, and then I give them leads, and then they don't apply. So then you get frustrated because mm -hmm. you're like, I'm taking time out of my day running a household and working full time, you know, <laughs> trying to help you. And some of these jobs I want to apply to. Okay, so okay. That's what I'm going to start doing. Okay, all right. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? How many of y'all keep looking to poor mindsets for rich results? Raise your hand if you, you're being honest. Being honest. Okay. Okay. All right. Just make a decision. And see, when you ask yourself a question, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you will give you the answer. So this is what you can do starting today. Y'all ready for it? Yeah. Holy Spirit, is this a poor mindset? So when, when, when you, you're looking at the situation and you see what it's con continuing to, to produce or not produce, just ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, is this relationship a poor mindset. And he's going to answer. It don't take 12 years. <laughs> Remember I told y'all, I said he talks fast. I'm tired of people talking about how long you got to wait to hear from God. It's instant. But maybe we don't want to hear the answer. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm trying to stay in my lane. And Pastor, it could be even simple things. Oh, yes. Because um, mm -hmm. a few months ago, you had encouraged us you know, if you have like a tiny little shampoo bottle at home and it only has a little bit left mm -hmm. and then you got another bottle of shampoo and just to, you know, put them all together and get rid of all the stuff. Yeah. Because that's like poor mindset. You're trying to hold on to is. what you have because you don't think that you're going to have more. Mm -hmm. And that changed my life. I threw all the shampoo, all the lotions out. <laughs> I'm ashy everywhere I go. Like I got to get a fresh bottle. But that really changed my yeah. mindset. Yeah. You expect more. And I'm just talking, I'm going to, where's Shay at? Shay, I'm going to look at the clock on this one, okay. all right? Y'all listen to me. If you got this habit destroyed today, where you have a little toilet tissue roll, and, and you know, come on, man. Y'all know what I'm talking about? How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Raise your hand, y'all know. Throw it away. Throw the toilet tissue away if you know. Okay, I'm, I'm just telling you. If you think poor, you're going to live poor. Uh-oh. You're looking at a toilet tissue roll and you're saying you don't have enough to, to get more? Well, what, 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 what else are you looking at and don't think you got more? All right, let me, let me keep on going here. All right, y'all understand about Moses and his people? He, God got tired of them complaining. I took you out of a place that we, you were in slavery to. You, you were told what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Now, I'm taking you to a place where your clothes grow with you. See, they didn't say anything about them having clothes that they took with them. Their clothes grew with them. So if you started out with a child and he wore a size, what, 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 what size did that brother wear? Uh-huh. He wore a 10-12. 10-12? Well, then his shoe grew with him, the 15. His shirt grew. The dresses grew. He fed them, and they complained every single day about something. So, so God's anger was kindled. He, and I'm tired of these people. Now, let's look at frustration. Frustration. Insecurity, dissatisfaction, 
arising from unresolved problems. See, we, keep, we still keep coming back to this unresolved thing. Unresolved problem. You're frustrated because you told them to do it before. Then you told them to do it again. Then you told them to do it again. And they keep doing the same thing. Could it be they enjoy making you frustrated? I'm going to do it almost passive aggressive. I'm going to do just enough that they can say, see that it was done, but not enough to make sure that it's finished. But then they get upset because they get laid off. Know what I'm talking about? Here's an incident. <laughs> a, pipe, a pipe fell off one of the buildings at Boys and Roof. Making this for the first time here, but I got you covered. <laughs> and, and so I sent the guy over. I said, man, go ahead and fix the pipe. I mean, because it was a big pipe, you know, covering two-story building. Send him over and fix the pipe. Now, y'all watch this. Now, this is the pipe coming down. The brother took the pipe and it put it like this. Y'all see? Now, is that pipe, that water going to go down through that pipe? That's frustration. <laughs> All you had to do, we bought the stuff for you to hang, put, put the lighter there for you. Come on. It's situation time. <laughs> I, I, I walked around the building. I just walked around the building. So sometimes you just need to walk. Y'all know that, right? Sometimes you just need to walk. Just, just, just walk. I just walked around the building. Just walk, I just did. I walked around about three times. I started to feel like, what, what, Jerry, Jerry coat. <laughs> if I walked the third time, maybe the pipe will fall. <laughs> but frustration, guys. What are we frustrated about? And how long have we been expecting a change? So now, what frustration, what did we say hurt was? Past tense. What is frustration? Present event. It was present. It's small incidents over time to add up. Anybody ever went off on somebody? Because yeah. a small, faith, faith raised the hands just straight up. Faith said, I'm going to tell you I did it. Little, little incidents over time. Faith, tell us about one. Give, give, give it a mic. Little incidents over time. Now, 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 I'm talking about relationships on this one, guys. Most of the time, there's a lot of frustration in relationships. It doesn't have to be marriage. It can be relationships. Job relationships, work relationships, church relationships. Uh-oh, church relationships. Uh-oh, here it comes. Go, go ahead, babe. Oh, was it? It was Thursday. Okay. Um, one of my co-workers, mm -hmm. um, we share students. Okay. Um, she's a case manager. I'm a case manager. So I went to ask her um, about an email that she sent about a read and write program. Well, she got testy with me in the hallway. Okay. And I was trying to say... Um, hey, I just need to answer, ask a question. What kind of program are you speaking of? And so she was just like, I don't know. I'm not his case manager. I don't give his a comedy. She just got really testy mm -hmm. with me. And this is how she talks to me all the time. Okay. And previously, the years before, she would send me like a nasty email. And then when I get Kurt back, she would then email our vice principal gotcha. in on it. Okay. So it looks like that I just kind of, that was the first interaction. Right. Okay. So then I had to go back and show the um, vice principal that I was only reacting to what she didn't add you to. Gotcha. So this particular day, we're talking in the hallway, 
And so she dismisses me. Okay. Oh. With her hand in my face. Okay. All right. And you know, and I was <laughs> I was being real calm because uh -huh. I had another assistant there who needed the clarification. So then she was like, I need to go. And I so then she goes in as she's going into her room and I'm walking to the exercise. So she's standing where you are going into the room. She screams at me. Okay. I don't know what your problem is with me. I was only trying to help you. Okay. I look back twice. I know you're not talking to me. Okay. And at that point, I let it go. Okay, okay. All right, so um, it was frustration over time. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know. She tried to make it seem like I had attacked her because the principal was in her room. Okay. But the principal heard everything. Gotcha, okay. And came to my assistant, okay. not hers. And then after we talked, the principal learned some things that she hadn't done. Mm -hmm. she, okay. So I'm just frustrated that she's getting away with a lot of stuff and it's not being uh, forgetting her. Okay. So the only reason we do behavior is because it works. So the only reason she's doing that is because it works. So that's not just frustration, but that's also hurt because she's associating you with somebody else. I mean, you know, her, her answers don't lie. Remember what I said earlier. Anytime it's disproportionate, anytime your response is disproportionate to the incident, it's steeped in your past. So, I mean, she got a lot of things with, with somebody that, that was like you. So in Exodus 32, 19, let's see what happened there. Now, who, who, who made the, the, the tablets? I'm just checking y'all. Moses. So we're still dealing with Moses. Remember Numbers 11? We're dealing with Moses. In Exodus 32, we're dealing with Moses. And Moses goes up to talk to God. He said, you know, God said, I want to talk to you, Moses. Come on up. Let's, let's talk about it. So now Moses got some leaders. Y'all ever hear some? No, don't answer that. Okay. <laughs> Leave that alone. And so he's supposed to be with the leaders, helping them while Moses is talking to God to get the tablets, to get the Ten Commandments. And here it is. His, his, his leader decide they're going to throw a party and he's going to be involved in it. I mean, they got naked. Now, I know I got, got, got children in here. They got naked. They did a little bit of everything. You, you think what's going on now is special? These folks were special. I mean, it was real. So in Exodus 32, 19, as soon as he came near into the camp, now they were partying so loud. They didn't have sound system, but they were partying so loud, Moses heard him as he was coming down the hill. And he saw the calf, you know, calf. They cutting the calf up and they having fun. You eat this part, you eat this part. We're going to worship the calf. Now, how are you going to cut something and worship it? And they were dancing. They did not have clothes on. It was party over here, party over there, and Moses angry, waxed hot. I mean, I'm up here talking to God on your behalf, <laughs> and you down there partying, destroying everything that we did. We only supposed to took 11 days. Now we're in, in, in year 20, and you still not doing the right thing. Y'all understand why pastors get upset sometimes? Yeah. All right, let me just keep on going. But that's what happened, guys. Frustration. I've been dealing with you all this time. You still won't get it right. I, the, I can't even trust the leader. Now this one, fear. Y'all ready for fear? Yeah. Emotions caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. So you know something's going to go wrong. You, you, you just sense it. You feel it. I mean, uh, Curly and I driving to church this morning. 
Track the trailer, he big. Y'all know track the trailer big. Track the trailer pulled right in front of us, and we had to slam on brakes. Why would he do such a thing? Because he's big enough. I'm big enough that I can do whatever I want to do, and I don't care about you, the little car. Then we almost get to the church, and somebody else pulled in front of us. And then by that time, we had already prayed on the way, but then we had to throw in another prayer. Just, just add the prayer. Father, we just think in advance that people are focused. We know the sun is shining. It's not raining. It's not cold. But just, we just think in advance that people are concentrating on what they're doing. They're driving. Because after that, man, I mean, come on, both of them were trucks. Fear. Emotions caused by anticipation, awareness of danger. Something is going to go wrong. It's already have. It had last week. It's, it's going to happen today and so forth. So that's, that's future tense. So fear is future tense. It's anticipation. It didn't, you know, I got all of debt last year, and then you're back in debt this year. I, I met the person of my dreams, and they hurt me like the other person did. But it's anticipation. And we call it fortune telling. Fortune telling is a cognitive distortion, a mindset distortion that says catastrophic thinking. Something is going to go wrong. No matter what I do, I lose the job. Y'all shout some things out that y'all know catastrophic thinking. I'm going to lose the job. What else is going to happen? I'm going to lose my house. Children get hurt. Need to buy a new car. I'm going to get fired. No insurance. Don't have the money to get what I need. So it hadn't happened yet. But we're looking at it happening. There's a lot of stuff going on with people's bodies because they are anticipating what's going to happen. How many of us mis misread a conversation where we're going to talk to somebody and we knew it was going to be a serious conversation? Raise your hand. And it was, you know, it didn't turn out how you thought it was. Can I get one person on this side and one person on this side to share briefly? I got one right here. You just knew it was going to get ugly. I had to fire somebody this week, and okay. so I went on my porch because okay. I didn't want the tension in my house. There it is. And it was um, very uneventful, and then I needed to meet them to give them their final check because this is not my first rodeo. I know how to fire people and still get my <laughs> stuff back. Uh, but I had been very elaborate. I called the librarian. I told him, look, I'm coming in the building okay. where the, the metal detectors are because I know how this right. person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So it didn't go at all how I anticipated. Okay. It's very okay. easy, very uneventful, very okay. calm. Awesome. Very good. Good example. Yes, yes ma'am. So <clears throat> that's really loud. Um, in, in my job um, where I work for law firm, um, I have to, so I talk to clients mm -hmm. to see if we can take on their case. Okay. And um, if they're a certain age, I have to get approval from my supervisor first before I can take on a case. And so I tell people all the time, you know, I need to run this by my, my boss and she'll get back with you and I'll let you know if we can help you or not. Okay. And so I find, I always, Whenever my boss is like, no, I don't want to take this one, I start feeling anxious, like, okay. oh, God, how am I going to tell them no? They're going to say why, and then I'm going to say what? I don't know. I, she said no. So um, I was talking to this guy. His situation was extreme, but we already knew, like, he didn't qualify. And I called, and I was like, oh, God, he's in the hospital. Da, da, da. And so anyway, I just knew it was going to be bad. But he said, you know what, Ashley, I thank you for letting me know because a lot wow. of these other law firms don't even call you back. Glory. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Excellent example. 
So what if our mindset is different about fear? Guys, write this down. Say the opposite of what you're thinking. When thoughts come to your head, you know, it's just not going to work. It's, you know, I'm going to get fired. Just say the opposite. I didn't say thank the opposite. I say say the opposite. The mind has to stop to hear what your mouth has to say. Guys, the quickest way to renew your mind is to say something. You get ready to have this conversation. I'm, I'm going to have favor with this person. And, and, and don't be fooled because they might be real ugly in the beginning. But because you say you're going to have favor, favor can show up later. The, I'm just telling you, God is amazing. One of the things you don't want to do, you don't want to end your life, living life, and not have been excited about it. We, we, we can't get people to Christ upset. I, I mean, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, if people are looking at, at your life, would they want it? Do you come to work stumping? <laughs> Supervisor asks you to do something, you growl at them. People looking at you like, then you invite them to church. Hey, I'm going to this church. Man, we get the word over there, boy. I'm telling you, we follow the word. If you borrow money, pay them back with interest. Freak them out. I'm just telling you, man, people looking at us, they, they like, why should I want the life they got? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Where I'm at. <laughs> Fear, anticipation of problems and, and situations. What if? I mean, just like what I said when I started out. God told me, he said, just do it by Wednesday. Look what happened. I mean, if I got more energy, more anointing, more power, just do what he tells you to do. But ask him about it. Father, I'm, 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 I'm dealing with this situation. I'm dealing with fear. How? What, what? Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know. That's, that's where I always go. Holy Spirit, show me what I need to know. And the biggest thing about fear is that it's going to happen again. People can get financially free, and their mindset is, I got to go back to where I used to be. So I'm going to spend the money. I'm going to jack it up. I'm going to do something. But it was a lot easier. There was an interview they did with Mike Tyson a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things he said was, uh, a person was interviewing him, and, and they said, said, well, you know, you are financially broke. How do you feel about that? He said, I'm the happiest I've ever been because now I know people will only talk to me or want to deal with me based off the fact that for me and not my money. But see, that's a mindset, guys. When we get what we've been believing for, are we willing to stay with it or to lose it? Because it's going to be different. Anything you grow in, it's going to be different. Growing does not mean the same thing. It means something different. You got to learn different. You got to think different. You got to walk different. You got to talk different. Y'all know what I mean by walk different, right? Y'all seen people walk like this? And I'm not talking about age. I mean, you have young people. Does that look like I'm excited about what's happening? The blessing already done. It'll take two years to get there. It's gone by now. Somebody else got it. I'm just talking real. It's okay to talk real with y'all. Yeah. I got a question in the back. One of my fears that has come up recently, um, we're the only people of color in our cul-de-sac. Okay. We live in a double cul-de-sac. So I'm just like, 
constantly, okay, let me make sure I'm at home before it's nighttime. Okay, okay. I got you. Okay, okay. I'm just scared. Okay, I appreciate you, honest. And if I have to go out when it's nighttime, I'm going below the speed limit so that I don't get pulled over. Okay, all right. And we found out the political views of those neighbors and it's like, you don't know what they really think of you. And you know, you speak, smile, walk free. But, and then like if Corey's in the garage working, he'll have his music on. I'm like, turn your music down. Okay. So what do I do with that? All right, so so we're gonna deal with fear. I was over the house putting up, uh, helping her put up some blinds. Her and Corey put up some blinds, and the next door neighbor came from across the street. <laughs> it's okay to be real with you guys, okay? I mean, we know prejudice exists on all ends, black to black, white to white, all the black and white, all that. So, you know, I'm up there. And so this lady knocks on the door. You know, I'm up on the, on the ladder putting the blinds up. The lady knocks on the door, because she sees about, uh, I think Tim, Tim was over there, so, so Jazz had hired the crew. So we over there working on the house, her court. And uh, so I'm putting the blinds up, and I hear this lady talking to Jazz, and she said, well, uh, I just wanted to come over and, and welcome you to the neighborhood. And, and she bought two, had two types of cakes that, I mean, was just cut in half and put in some plastic bags. And, and uh, she said, that's my husband over there. He's colored. And, and, and you know, I'm up on, on the blind, and I... <laughs> colored. Remember what blacks used to be called, colored? And, 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 but she was pointing to her husband, so that was supposed to be okay, I guess. But it's real stuff. So, so we, we, we're going to bring freedom to that. All right, amen? And now, now, this one I want you to turn to, uh, Matthew chapter 26, uh, 20, 69 through 75. And, but I'm just going to give you a brief rundown of it. But read it in your time, today or... But anyway, so... Peter, he denies Christ, and he's the one who boldly told Jesus, he says, I, I, I won't, all your other people are going to run away and so forth, but I won't deny you. I, I, I'll be with you to the end. And then Jesus looks at him and says, before the crow cocks, three times, okay? So this is what happened. So I'm going to read just this twit, quick version of this. Then he got nervous and swore. So this is the third time. So the first time somebody, you know, saw him by the fire, because he's trying to peep it out to see what they're going to do to Jesus. So he kind of keeps his distance. Somebody said, well, aren't you one of them? And he said, no, 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 no. But she notices, no, no, no. But then the second time it came up, he got a little bit more boisterous. But the third time he swore. Y'all know what swearing means, right? We call it cussing. So he said, then he got nervous and swore. Because, see, he's thinking now, the three people that asked me about that, I might end up on the cross. I don't know the man. Just then, a rooster crowed. Peter remembered that Jesus had said, before the rooster crows, you would deny me three times. He went out, cried, and cried, and cried. So he was devastated that he did what, God, what Jesus had already told him he would do. Because, you know, we, we, we think we're both full and proud and we got it together. But when fear come at you, it, it, it can produce some different stuff. Amen? Can I share something with you very quick? Just acknowledge you're afraid, just like what Jazz just did. Acknowledge you're afraid and get healing for it. Instead of trying to, that don't bother me. 
I'm okay. But he said it didn't bother me. You don't get healed of that stuff. Because what you doing? You don't get healed of what you don't acknowledge. Are y'all ready for the prayer? Okay. So fear destroys our certainty. So Jazz is living in a neighborhood where she's been believing for her and her husband believing to get a house. But see, the enemy says, I want to make sure you don't enjoy the house. See, what else is fear saying to you guys? That's why I took you through this, this, this whole session, because I wanted you to know where anger was and what fear manifested. Get used to seeing COVID. Stop being, oh, it's COVID. It's COVID. You might be wearing masks from now until Jesus comes. So stop just, I mean, you do everything that's necessary. You cover yourself like you're supposed to, just like you see with the church. We haven't changed our, our guidelines. You, you follow me? But, but if it's done, stop being shocked by what you know is coming. This is no longer fear-based. It's fact-based. Prices are going up. Now, I don't know nothing about prices. Why she go and get, get food? And then, but when I see it on CNN or I see it on, no, what's the one, uh, Today Show, before I go to work? I see it. And they said eggs went from $3 to $6. I look at Curl, I say, is that true? She said, yeah. <laughs> Stop being concerned about prices. Just have the money. You give is given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over what God calls men to give into your bosom. Now, if you don't give, then you got a reason to be concerned. I'm just telling you. He's telling us everything is coming. But we are ready for it. People, did y'all see the other day where this, this uh, uh, road rage? The guy ran over the woman, followed her home, ran over in the yard, and then backed up and ran over again. So road rage is out there. Not only road rage, rage rage is out there. So you check yourself before you, is this worth me saying something about? I'm just telling you how to deal with new life that our Father has already prepared us for. Y'all got it? Y'all ready to get free of free Stand up for this one, then. I'm glad they cut the lights on back there, because I didn't see what's going on in the sound booth back there. They, they, they be having church and church. All right. That's a good thing, though. Come on. Y'all ready? All right. Freedom from fear. Let's read. Father, we thank you that we'll walk by faith in your word and not by sight, destroying the fear of change and the fear of the future, fear of the unfamiliar, fear of human error and mistakes. Fear of exposure, fear of performing and public speaking, fear of success and failure, fear of man and intimidation, fear of being victimized, fear of loss and poverty, fear of rejection, and the fear of freedom. Thank you for allowing the fullness of your love to heal and transform us into your image. We thank you that we do no longer believe the lies of our souls about what we can and cannot accomplish. We thank you that insecurity or feelings of inadequacy are not a part of us because we can do all things in you. Those emotions caused by woundedness, sin, and hurt and sin no longer impede our ability to receive the fullness of your love because your healing power has brought our hearts to wholeness. In Jesus' name, amen. And just stay right there for a second. Holy Spirit, we just thank you that we just gave you fear. We gave it its place that no longer has authority over us. And we thank you in advance that we operate in a new lifestyle 
of fearlessness, of boldness, of abundance. And we thank you in advance that everything that's going on, you have already prepared us for. So we no longer have to be concerned about prices because you gave us provision. No longer have to be concerned about fear because you gave us protection. And we just thank you in advance that you're always there, you're always present, and you always love us. And we run quickly to you. That's a decision that we made today. We'll run quickly to you and talk to you about issues that concern us because you have the answer, because you are the answer. So while everyone is standing and those who are watching, I want to do a salvation prayer because some people are afraid about tomorrow or the next few hours. And you don't have to be, provided that you know where you're going and where you will spend eternal life. So those in the audience, as well as those who are watching, just repeat after me as well as the, the congregation. Father, in the name of Jesus, your word says that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, I'm saved. I'm born again. I have eternal life. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving me the Son. I'm saved now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.